0: Hey. It's been a whole week without us. Do you think everybody missed us like crazy?
1: I don't know. I seen a couple people notice we were gone. They're like, what's going on? I was like (laughs) But there's only like two people.
0: (sighs) I saw this thing, Claire Contreras posted it earlier today and it said, um it said that art takes time to create and it takes time to build and to put love and your energy into but with the way social media posts it's like you have to constantly be on it in order to get engagement but that's not the way art works and it really depressed me <laughs> when I read it I sent her a message I was like thanks a lot <laughs> I was like what? this is not helpful <laughs> Show me a picture of a puppy. <laughs> <laughs> and then she posted up something that made me cry. I was like, you evil bitch. <laughs> no, but I love her. So, <laughs> Welcome, though, uh, to Read Me Romance after a week off of spring break. This week, we're so excited. It's Alexa Riley. Yes. <laughs> We've got sweet enough to eat, which was a concept we came up with on the podcast. If you've been a loyal lady listener from the jump, From day A, as uh, LB likes to say, if you've been from the beginning, we talked about uh, our love for wedding cakes and how that's the best part of the wedding is the cake. And I said, you know, I want to write a book about, uh, about a girl that goes and like crashes weddings for the cake. And Mal was like, "Yeah, this is what she does. This is her name." And like, you had it all plotted out, like in like two seconds. You're like,
1: "Fun and ridiculous." Because like, that's what a girl will yeah. crash her wedding for. They're not going to go pick up guys. They're like, "Let's yeah. go get some fucking cake and free champagne." <laughs> Fuck yeah, <laughs> let's get some fucking and cake and we're gonna dance. Yes.
0: So, yeah, so that's how we came up with Sweet Enough to Eat, and there's a companion book to it as well that's called Wedding Cake Crashers, so both of them are available now. You can get them on our website, Barnes & Noble, Apple, Kobo. Sweet Enough script. to Eat It, or that's what
1: we're playing, right? Sweet Enough to Eat It. Yes, yeah, really Sweet Enough funny, to Eat what
0: really yeah, a it's cute, really funny.
1: It's few cute scenes in there that I was even when she wrote it, I was dying. I was like,
0: yeah, <laughs> it was just it was fun to be silly. It was kind of like when we wrote the trope books, you know, like we just got a chance to just just say whatever so fuck it, you know, yeah. yeah, just fuck it. Well, let's just write something really fun. And it turned out to be that way. Yeah. And these, these are really great books. I love them so much. And like, um, is that you can go get them in an ebook now or you can listen to the audience for free. So. All right, so tell me, uh, first of all, I haven't seen you in, like, two weeks. I haven't talked to you really in, like, two weeks. It's been forever. What is What happened to your face? <laughs> so well, it's, it's for those on the video, I thought Mel had lotion or, like, calamine lotion on her face when we first started. Well, and so then she was like, well, I'll tell you.
1: Well, I had like I've had, like, three marks on my face for, like, a month now. Like, I can see them. But when I mm-hmm. touch them, it doesn't feel like a pimple or anything, uh-huh. and I'm like, what the hell is this? And my dermatologist was like, well, I can't see you for da-da-da, and I'm going out of town. Yeah. And he was like, I want you to go get these burn band-aids. I guess you put them on when you have burns. And he said, uh-huh. put it on over it. And he said, leave it there for like 48 hours, even longer if you can. And he says, and then uh-huh. when you peel it off, it more than likely will be gone. What? Yeah. It's a burn? No, the, the Band-Aid is burn formula.
0: Oh, shit. So it's going to burn off whatever no, underneath I don't know it?
1: what is in, like, whatever. The, the Band-Aid is for people who have burned themselves. So there must be some oh. kind of coating in there. <laughs> I was saying you were, like, burning stuff over your no. face. I was like, you should be under a doctor's Like, when I, <laughs> even though you said they look weird, it does. Like, when I pulled it off, it was gooey and weird.
0: Really? Uh-huh. Oh. And it on. looks like skin. It looks like your normal skin, but you've got like lotion mm-hmm. or something like, like the Calamine lotion where it's almost the same shade as your skin, but it's not rubbed in. Like you have foundation yeah. on. That's what it looks like. And then like. I
1: looked it up and people were showing, doing it. And I was like, holy shit. But they said, you have so, to, you have to keep it on. They're like, you can't put it on for five hours. Take it off. They're like you have to yeah. keep it on the whole time for like 48 hours. Yeah even in the so shower. what do you think
0: it is? Do you think it's like just pimples under the skin? No, really
1: I don't know because do you... I Rob felt it and it's flat. It's almost like yeah. I have like just something on there that's not coming off or, but, and it's been there for so long. I'm like, what is this? Yeah. So I was like, all right, let's try this.
0: Well, now I want to know if it works. I'm going to put that shit all over my body. and be like, see this cellulite? Let's slap one of these burn <laughs> things on it. <laughs> let's see if this takes it away. This is like a miracle product. So, you had to tell me, how was I haven't talked to you at all. How was Texas? Like, was it hot? Yes. <laughs> it was, hot. was it fun? That, how was it being away from home? What was Oh, what was your flight like? Were you like freaking out that you were on a plane? Actually, the airport Tell me everything.
1: Was pretty
0: awesome. Really? Like
1: I did not have one person in front of me in security. Cu- oh, leaving wow. out of Kansas City. When I left out of Houston, there were two people in front of me. Holy shit. I got through both of them within five minutes. Oh my god, why? Wow. It was just like nobody's flying. There's just I don't think they have as many flights going. So there's mm. just not a lot of people. So Houston had everything open, but at my airport, when I got off the plane, I wanted to get a coffee. So I was waiting for mm-hmm. my husband. Every single store was closed.
2: nothing was open
1: you could only get a vending machine wow so i was like jesus there's nothing but so the flying was easy everybody was good people stayed away from each other it was a quick flight i think it was like an hour and 30 minutes
0: oh that's nice
1: so yeah and we got there and then oh i get there and um I'm like where are you at? Da-da-da. She's like I'm coming. She's like I don't see you. I'm like I'm standing right here. And she, I shared my location with her and she's like you know I'm new to Texas right? I'm like yeah. She's like I went to the wrong airport.
0: <laughs> oh god. There's two <gasps> Houston guess- airports? Houston's one of the biggest cities in the country. I'm not surprised. Like but shit that's funny.
1: But actually we had actually booked Flights to leave out of houston together because she had to go somewhere yeah. and then she's mm-hmm. like so we did all that booking for flights to go out. i think i might be going out the other one oh, <laughs> but no, it wasn't we she... were the same one. Oh, okay i was like good. i doubt it because you don't know what you're doing
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I, I plan this out but for you we you're didn't fun. really do anything i
1: mean i realized once That's i got best, back though. home that i never left her house like we drove from the airport to her house mm-hmm. and i never even stepped mm-hmm. back outside until i was leaving
0: oh my god what did y'all do now
1: that we just hung out i laid around and read i watched some uh-huh. shows she is a cooking machine
0: really i love that she
1: cooked like every morning she gets up and she's making whole ro- rolls of dough oh. and making like lunch, chicken tenders wrapped in cheese and this. And she's cooks all the time. I love. And it. then she would make stuff that she's like, I love popcorn. So uh-huh. she took butter like in the morning and she like whisked it around and did something, poured it into something. She's like, we'll put this on your popcorn later. And then she puts it on the popcorn. I was like, it's like we're really at the movie. And she's like, yeah. <laughs>
0: It, that's so,
1: so awesome i think i was
0: just there to eat her food <laughs> i had grits well, for the you, first time you've never had grits before what did you i think, think we of have biscuits grits?
1: and gravy instead of grits
0: yeah i didn't i guess do you you guys don't have like cream of wheat do you eat that we have it i don't know anybody that eats it okay but okay. i've
1: seen grits on menus but not often yeah um it didn't taste like anything really like, yeah. I think because in my mind, for some reason, I thought it would be sweet. Oh. I don't know why no, I thought I'm, that. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's why it was kind of off-putting. Because I thought it was going to be something sweet or maple or I don't know. Yeah. Like, um, like oatmeal? Yeah, something like that. But it wasn't. I was like, that doesn't taste like anything. <laughs> or does it taste like well, I thought it was going to taste like?
0: <laughs> I was going to say, what did you put in it? I don't know. For those of you who don't know, grits are ground-up hominy, which is corn. It's a corn-based breakfast thing, and it's fucking delicious if you put a lot of butter and cream in them. Yeah. But um, did you like – because I like my grits with a runny egg on top. No. She made me a runny egg. Okay. She took orders for eggs. <laughs> I do that, too. She's a southern mama. Yeah. This sounds like like my thing. Like, this sounds like my household. Me and Sam <laughs> could get down in the kitchen. I'd like to throw down with her. I think it'd be awesome. But she
1: doesn't like to clean her husband. Let's do a cooking competition. Everything, <laughs> he goes behind her. But I get restless when I'm like sitting around. She's like, stop cleaning my kitchen.
0: Oh my God. I'm <laughs> like, I gotta move. <laughs> How about you? Well, you were in we, Disney World. We had, well, you know, it's funny, like, I, it, it feels almost like it was a lifetime ago <laughs> when it happened, but it was really just a few days back. But, um, you know, I was telling a friend of mine today, he called to check and see how our trip was and everything like that. And I said, I feel like I sort of checked it off the list. Yeah. Like it, you know, and it's hard to say right now, you know, I mean, the best part of my trip was that my whole family was yeah. together. That was absolutely my favorite part was late at night, even though we were getting up at like five 30 and six in the morning, we were still staying up past midnight on our little balcony because we had bought like, yeah, like we, my sister had brought beer and stuff and she was sitting outside with us and like LB was there and we were just giggling and laughing like into the wee hours. And it was like, God, we haven't done this in so long. And it was like, I mean, we really could have done it anywhere, but it, it was in the... You know, the and it makes you customer. emotional. Yeah, it really did. And, um, you know, one of the... I, I, you know, I was talking about, like I said earlier today, and it's hard to compare it because it's there's so many restrictions right now in Disney World. So the biggest problem was getting food and getting from one place to another, And not because we had a large group. I mean, like I talked about before, my friend Carrie that planned it out. I mean, she did so great with like booking everything and reserving it. We didn't have to worry about a thing until we got there. And then we go to the parks, like half the restaurants are closed. You have to do virtual ordering, which means like you pull the app up on your phone. Like let's say there's a restaurant in front of you. You can't go inside it and order You have to stand outside and you order it on your phone. You have to pick a time. And sometimes that time's like 15 minutes. Sometimes it's an hour from now. You have to, once you get it, you have to say, once you place your order, you have to hit prepare my food. And they won't start preparing your food until you're at the restaurant. So you have to hit prepare. So once they start preparing it, then you have another hour to wait on top of that or however long it takes them to get your food. And then you can go into the restaurant. And then you can sit down and eat. So it's like like stuff like that was you know we had to figure out early on that all right if we're hungry we need to plan like three hours and before we're hungry yeah. we need to figure out lunch and like in animal kingdom it's one of their biggest parks and I think they only had two like locations you could order food from like mobile order you know they had the quick service things but that was that was even for a quick service meal they had like on the stands you get ice cream and popcorn.
1: I know it sounds like a small thing, but when I travel, food is, like, one of my favorite things, so that kind of sucks.
0: Me and you, babe. (laughs) Me and you. I know. Like, that was – and, you know, like, all the food we had was fantastic. I'll even say even the hamburgers and hot dogs we had were fucking awesome. Every meal we had was delicious. It was just an ordeal every time we wanted to eat. And that was, you know, it was by and large, it was because of COVID. It wasn't because of anything Disney. I mean, they're trying to keep us safe. And that's what I kept having to reassure myself was that, you know, they're just trying to keep us safe. But, you know, it was kind of the thing where it was like you could pull your mask down, eat, and you put your mask up right away. Like you had to wear your mask 100 percent of the day. You know, there was no, like, under the nose, pull it out to get a break. And you're in Florida humidity, you know, and we had 80-degree days, which was nice. I mean, that's cool weather down there. We got very lucky with the weather. But I told my dad, he was on a scooter because there was no way he could have walked it. I mean, we're walking 10 miles a day, you know, and he couldn't have done that. I think you walked
1: more than that. I remember one time we were, like, you had, like, 16 on your watch. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) yeah I know I I had a couple of like 12 and 15 days but the average was probably about 10 with the group you know I said I couldn't imagine in 900 degree weather having to wear a mask all day Uh -uh. so there'll be people dropping like flies left and right I don't I don't know but you know we got in the car uh, because we drove down which was totally it ended up being a great drive there and back it was really nice I drove the whole time both ways so it was great it was very much less stressful like, when I was talking with my husband on the way back, we asked, the kids were like, oh, what's your favorite part? And they were like, the pool. They always say the pool. <laughs> I was like, you fuckers. <laughs> For what it cost all 16 of us to go to Disney, we could have put an in-ground pool in the back. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, are you kidding me? But, you know, at, but at the same time, like, they had a great time. Yeah. We could, you know, and it was, it was a beautiful setting. And the, like I said, the biggest aggravation was the food. The buses, like they're, the monorails only running for like certain parts. There's the only way you can get places is for through buses and everybody has to take them. So they're really slow. They don't have enough. Like it's just a lot of time, like getting to the parks, getting back to the hotel. Like that part was just kind of annoying where it was like, oh, but again, you know, you trade out that it was only at 35% capacity we never had to wait long for rides like that was nice. You know, at one point, my husband and I kind of got into it and I, we didn't like fight, but we were definitely like bickering and like, like LB was there <laughs> and she's like in the room and we have friends like this that we've talked, me and you have talked about before where it's like they'll bicker in front of people and it's just the way like that Kevin and I are that way. Like, I don't care who's around mm-hmm. us. You're going to hear it. Like this just this is how we operate. And so I said something and LB just, she's in the bed and she just pulls the blanket over her head, just rolls over <laughs> and goes to sleep. But I just, at one point, like I had to remind myself with my husband that like, this was his Bermuda triangle of hell. It's hot. Yeah. There's long lines and he's hungry, <laughs> you know, like, like it's just like, that's the, the things he hates most in the whole world are heat and crowds and waiting in line. I'm 100% <laughs> with him. Yep. And that's like, that's his even Bermuda he, Triangle of Hell was in Disney Even when for you him. said it
1: was 80, I was like, because when yeah. I was at Cillia's, yeah. it was like 55 or something and they were all freezing. I'm like, this is nice. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is good for mm. me. This is where I wanted to
0: stay. And we had one day where it was like, like I want to say like 70. And people were, like, chilled because it was so cold. You know, it's just – it's one of those things. I'm so glad we did it, and I'm so glad we did it as a family because, God, we had the best time. Even when we were riding rods and walking around and bitching about stuff or just laughing together and cutting jokes. And it was just – just being together was just – it was awesome. I did not realize how much I missed it.
1: I went and seen my friend Josh yesterday, and I realized – He's like an uncle to my kids. He lived with yeah. us a huge
0: chunks of time, and so he well, he was there right when your son was born. Was didn't he live with you at the time? He came. To, he moved in like a couple months after I had him,
1: and then mm-hmm. I moved to another house, and he ended up moving to that one. And then he moved out, and then he and I moved to another house. That when I'm in, and he came and stayed here for a while, and then he went and got a place mm-hmm. with a friend. So, but yeah, so he's been like a huge staple, even to this Mm -hmm. day, if I was going to go out of town with my parents for two or three days, or which I have, he comes Mm -hmm. and watches the kids. He'll Mm -hmm. stay at the house. So, but I get out of the car to go see him and I was like, and I realized when I go to give him a hug, I'm like about to cry. Oh (laughs) man, that's so sweet. sweet. (laughs) Even the kids were, they were so excited. When we tell him mm-hmm.
0: we want to see him? Oh, it was nice. That's so sweet. Well, you don't, I don't think we even realized like how much we needed that, you know? Like, not only just time away from work, but like with friends and family and stuff and just. Just being able to, like, it really just renewed me. I got, like, I came home from vacation. Of course, I was so tired. But at the same time, like, we were still texting in our group chat, like, oh, remember this? Remember, like, it was just, it's so nice. Ah, man. It was awesome. I did want to mention, though, the last time we recorded was before we left. It was that Monday I had gotten my second vaccine. And I just wanted to give a quick update for those of you who have, um, not gotten in or concerned about, uh, your, your second shot or all that good stuff, my experience in it, and it seems to be different for everybody. I did really well until that night and I went to bed and then I got chills. I got body aches and it like tore me apart (laughs) like that night when I was trying to sleep and I was pretty much up all night, but, like most everybody else i talked to, it seems to go away within 24 hours. It was like once I got, you know, like the that time the next day, I was totally fine. And, you know, I don't have anything else, you know, sort of lingering since then. So just wanted to give an, an update on my experience for those who have got concerns about how it will affect you. I am a pillar of health, let me tell you.
1: <laughs> just get the Johnson & Johnson, guys. I just went to sleep for like twenty four hours. <laughs>
0: no, my dad said I took a nap. <laughs> I was fun. <fine." laughs> I woke up like, God, I've got so much energy. <laughs> <laughs> it like took you see, you just need a vaccine every week. <laughs> that's what you need to yes. like revitalize and rejuvenate you. <laughs> so yeah. What oh let's talk about what we're writing right now. We just published a book the other day called Small Town Girl. If you have not checked it out, you should we had I don't remember what we were talking about, but somehow we came up with like a girl in a bunny suit. Yeah, you want to do and a bunny so, suit. Yeah, so the small town girl is about this girl named Lux, and she leaves the town of Pink Springs, which is, like, the small town where her brothers live. And she wants to go to the big city and start a life. And her best friend is still in the small town. So, anyway, she goes to the big city and she meets this guy at a cocktail party. She's dressed as a Playboy bunny. And so, that she kind of falls into his arms. And he's kind of in between trying to figure out uh, what he wants to do next. Because he wants to... He's always had this drive and determination to, like, you know, head this company. And he's worked there for a long time. And he wants to take over. But... Now that he's met her, all plans have changed. So it's really cute because uh, her best friend is kind of like hold the torch for her brother. And her brother is, you know, kind of had a thing for and her. He's like the but like he thinks he can't, and he can't
1: do anything about it. Yeah, gone. he
0: thinks she's he thinks the best friend's going to take off and leave. So that's book two. And that's called Hometown Hero. Let me see. Excuse me, that's actually coming out this Friday, the 23rd, Hometown Hero. And then right now, we're writing the third book in the series, which is called... Big City Crush? Uh, yeah, big city crush. Where it's the girl in the first book, Lux. It's her brother, and he actually kind of falls for hero in small town girl. Yeah, so it's the hero's sister. I think
1: she's feisty. I was supposed. To, I'm going to write an opening for that tonight. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's okay. I'm not going to read it tonight. So take your time. So. so yeah, so that's what we that's what we're working on right now. So if you haven't read um, Small Town Girl, definitely go grab it. And like I said, the next book in it comes out this Friday, and it's uh, Hometown Hero, I think was the name of it, and then Big City Crush is the third one, and it'll be out a couple weeks after. So, they're really cute. I really enjoyed I writing too. I thought, I, the, the, both of them were so easy, so fun, just right away, just, I fell in love with these. And then uh, Sue, uh, one of our littles, uh, one of our friends, Sue, that writes, uh, she always does like reviews for us. She's amazing. So shout out to Sue if you're listening. She sent me a message the other day and she was like, I'm just loving everything y'all are putting out lately. You know, she's so sweet. And I'm like, Sue, you've never not given us the five star, okay? So, but I appreciate that you're so sweet so and you're sweet. saying this. Like she's so sweet. I love her so much. She's always been such a champion of our books and everything, and so super supportive. I think it's called um, what is she like Sue Booksnob? Book snob. Book snob Sue. Yeah. Yeah, the book snob. So, she's really funny on Instagram. She'll just post pictures of her flower beds, and she's like, hey, and look,
1: there's my garden. If you kind of like my style so. of books that I read, she's the one that wrecks all of them. She'll yeah, tell you, yeah. and I go to her sometimes, like, you read this? <clears throat> What's up? Mm-hmm. She'll be like, you'll like it. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah. She's always got good recs for like your early girl stuff like Secret Babies, Insta Love, like all those those hot and dirty ones. Oh, we have an ad coming out, by the way. Somebody booked an ad with us and I wrote down the name of it and I was like, oh my God, Mel's going to fucking die. (laughs) And it's My Fake Husband's Secret Baby Romance. And it's by Natasha Black I saw that coming up on a calendar and I was like oh my god Mel's gonna have to read this it So good. Like, we need a copy of this so we can do the ad
1: correctly
0: what? yeah I'm like just so we do this ad <laughs> properly we're gonna need it and the other one that this author her name's Elle Nicole she booked and it's called The Mountain Man's Stolen Bride I yeah. was <laughs> like hold up you're speaking directly to my vagina now could you talk a little louder <laughs> Stolen Bride. I can't wait. The, both of those, like, I wrote them out today. I was like, this is incredible. Yes. There's some good books coming <laughs> this year, guys. God. <laughs> such an idiot. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's send them into the first installment of Sweet Enough to Eat. And then, wait, are we, well, I guess we'll tell you afterwards if we have a giveaway and all that good stuff.
1: Right. We will see you guys on the other side.
2: This is Sweet Enough to Eat. By Alexa Riley. Read for you by El Sonali. Chapter 1 Nikki. I bounce my shoulders to the music as I look around the wedding reception. No one's caught my eye, but it's not like anyone ever does. If they had, I wouldn't be here looking for the one. Instead, I'd be at home with him grilling in our backyard and enjoying the late spring day. Or maybe we'd have a date night and he'd take me out for dinner and dancing. I could go on and on with my list of ideas for my imaginary life. But as my list keeps growing, time keeps passing. Finding my forever man feels as though it's getting further and further away every day. With everything else in life, I can work for what I want, I moved out of my overbearing parents' house and got my dream job dancing, which is something they told me I'd never be able to do. Falling in love is something I can't work for, unless you count crashing weddings as a way of finding him. I hate that my faith in my grandma is wavering. She told me when I found the one I'd know instantly. My whole world would light up, and I'd feel it in my soul. She never steered me wrong and I'm trying to hold on to her advice. I don't know what I would have done growing up without her because she was my saving grace from my parents. Weddings are always filled with so much love, and they get you thinking about the next step in life. That's why I thought it would be the perfect place to meet someone. I've been to dozens of weddings, and not one spark of anything has ever happened. At least I always get a slice of cake and the chance to dance but afterwards, I start to feel down as I give the room a once-over and leave without finding my future husband. Tonight, though, something is different. I'm not sure if it's because something's going to happen or if I already know it's going to be another bust. Not wanting to wait around and find out, I walk to the DJ booth thinking of a list of songs I'm going to request. I can at least get some good music going in here. Dancing is a part of who I am, but music moves me. I stop short and nearly fall forward when my eye lands on the broad chest of a man who's practically standing on top of me. His hands grab my arms to keep me in place so that I don't fall face-first into him. Before I can ask him why he's in my space, his deep voice rumbles over me, and it makes my breath hitch. I got you. It's him. I haven't even really gotten a look at him, and I know he's the one. His warm hands hold onto me tightly, as if in fear that I might try and get away. I'm not going anywhere because i finally found him. Slowly I lift my head to look up into the grayest eyes I've ever seen. My heart thuds and then warmth floods my system. Have we met? He asks, searching my face. Never mind, we couldn't have. I wouldn't have let you go. I smile up at him, and I know what he means. It already feels like I know him, and I realize that my grandma was right. I know he's my forever man, and he's more handsome than I could have imagined. He's got dark hair cut short and a perfect smile. Yeah, I would have remembered him too if we'd met before. Not only that, but he's tall and I'm in heels. I have to lean back to look up at him and I'm not a short girl. Tell me your name. He cocks a smile down at me and I swear for a moment I forget it. There's a long pause and I swallow. Nicky, I manage to say, and it makes his smile widen. Nicky. He repeats it slowly, savoring the word on his tongue. I'm Dean. He leans down and I can feel his breath against my lips. I'm going to kiss you, Nicky. I don't wait for him to do it as I stand on my tiptoes to press my mouth against his. I don't want to wait another second. I've done my waiting, and that's over, starting now. I sigh against his mouth, and it feels like coming home after being away for an eternity. His lips touch mine, and it's the single greatest feeling in the world. I slide my hands up his chest and wrap them around his neck. He pulls me into him, and I melt against his strong, thick body. It isn't enough, because I'm desperate for more. I try to deepen the kiss, but he pulls back, his breathing heavy. I was going to ask you to dance, but we have to get out of here, he tells me, and I nod my agreement. He slides his hand into mine and locks our fingers together. He pulls me from the reception hall and we go down a corridor and to the stairs. Dean starts pulling at every door we pass, and I'd laugh if I didn't want one to open so badly. Finally, one gives, and he swings it open and pulls me inside with him. He pins me to the wall as the door closes behind us. I don't want you to think I'm just trying to fuck you, but... He trails off as his eyes close for a minute, and I can tell he's trying to get it together. I start pulling at his clothes, and those dark gray eyes fly open as I untuck his shirt. I feel it, I tell him. Trust me, I feel it so bad I'm about to give you my virginity in a storage closet. Dean groans, and his eyes become hooded. I can't do that to you here. He says that, but he makes no move to stop my hands or leave. I should be doing this the right way. I can't tell our children I had their mom in a storage closet. He's not telling our kids anything about her first time, but I'll talk to him about that later. Are you telling me no? I push my hands up and under his shirt and feel his bare skin against my fingers. Maybe we should be doing this differently, but I'm too worked up to care. I'll never tell you no. Those grays bore into me, and I've never felt such intensity with someone before. I want you inside me. Now. Chapter 2 Dean Yes, ma'am. I grab the edge of the dress and pull it up. But first, I'm going to make sure you're wet enough. I am. Trust me. She grips the front of my shirt and I cock my head to the side. You might have walked in here with your sassy pants on, but I know if that little pussy of yours hasn't had a dick, we're going to have to work her up real good before she takes what I've got for you. She gasps as I kneel down in front of her, and yank her panties to the side. I whistle long and low as I stare at her pretty pink lips glistening with need. Damn, you are not kidding. Oh, God, she breathes, and I look up to see her face as red as a rose. Shh, don't be shy. I'm so damn proud this is all for me. I lean in a little and press my nose toward Pussy, inhaling. It is, isn't it? Tell me, Sassy, is this all mine? She nods, and my mouth waters as I slide my tongue between her petal soft lips. She's as sweet as honeysuckle and finer than silk. I'm a lucky man that I get to call her my own, because that's what she is. One look and I was done for. She might as well have been a speeding truck coming right at me, because it felt just like I'd been run over. The feeling of belonging and desire hit me hard and fast and left me reeling. She spreads her legs as I move in close and make a meal out of her. Her small fingers move down and she spreads her lips so I can suck on her clit. My tongue rolls over it, and then around in circles until I hear her whining with need. I slide two of my fingers up and into her tight opening as she cries out with desire. She squeezes them as I move inside her and try to stretch what is unyielding to my touch. She's hot and dripping down my fingers, so I lick that up too. I want every single drop she has to give and then some. I growl against her soft skin as she pushes her pussy closer to my mouth. My cock is aching and demanding that I give it what it wants right this goddamn second. I can't hold on for much longer, but I know I have to get her off. The need to have her orgasm is stronger than the need to breathe and I can't stop as she builds closer. Teen, my name, whispered ever so gently, is a plea for me to be hers. It's a call to become the man she's dreamed of and desired, just like I've been waiting for her. I've got you, I say against her pussy when I feel her entire body tense. Her cry starts out low, and then climbs to a piercing shout as her body reaches the pinnacle of desire. Her orgasm is hard and rocks her whole body, and finally, finally her pussy relaxes around my fingers. I breathe a sigh of relief as I slide them out of her and lick them clean. Then I quickly rip off my clothes and pull her dress over her head. I don't care if we're in a closet. I need her skin on my skin. I grab a blanket off a nearby shelf and lay it on the ground before I sit down on it. Oh, shit. She stares open-mouthed at my cock as I lean back on the blanket and hold out my hand. It's all right. We'll go slow. I say, using my other hand to jack it up and down a few times to spread the cum all over it. I've never seen one with a piercing through it. She steps slowly over to me and plants her feet on either side of my waist. Just a drunk night in college, but I'm hoping it pays off. I wink at her as she slowly lowers herself down. You've never had sex with it? Her pussy hovers an inch above my round head that's dripping with need. No way. I lean in close and kiss her lips when she lowers slightly. Her soft, wet pussy kisses the end of my cock, taking in the first inch. I've been waiting for you. I got the piercing on a bet and never would have done it had I been sober. But my friends dared me, and at the time, I wasn't going to back down. Afterwards, I was just thankful my cock still worked and I kind of left it in as a joke. It makes going through airport security interesting, and I can't say it doesn't feel great when jacking off. But if Nikki isn't into it, it's gone. If you don't like how it feels, I can take it out. I say as she slides down another inch, and I groan. She gasps, and I don't know if it's the cock ring or the fact that I can feel her virginity break at the same time. I hold her face, kissing her as I try to be still. It takes a moment for her body to relax, and then she's lowering still. It's a long, thick road she's going down, but she saddles up like a professional cowgirl and seats herself on top of me. Better? I ask, and she smiles and bites her lip. I... I think I like it. She looks shyly down to where we're joined and rocks against me. I have to grind my teeth to keep from losing control as she moves back and forth. She gasps again, and this time I feel her pussy squeeze around me as she releases a shaky breath. I think I'm going to come again. Her eyes are wide and she's just as surprised as I am as I reach between us and rub her clit. Teen, it's... Oh, God. She closes her eyes tight and I watch her lean her head back and shout as her pussy contracts and she comes. Fuck. I'm amazed at how good it feels and I want to come with her. But just as I'm about to let go... I feel something tug the end of my cock. It's not painful, but it's like something is caught on the end of my dick. I hold still, and Nikki rocks her hips until suddenly her eyes fly open and she stares at me. Is that... are we... we both say at the same time. There's a moment of absolute silence that passes between us, as we realize that we just might be stuck together. Oh God, she says as her eyes widen and her face gets redder. I'm coming again. I don't know much about science, so I don't know if this is a good or bad thing. I just try to hold still as another climax rocks her body and my cock gets tugged again. She tries to sit up and let my cock slide out of her, But every time she does it, another orgasm slams into her. I'm afraid to come because what if it makes it worse? And it's clear that she can't control what's happening to her body right this second. What do we do? She asks with panicked eyes. There's a light sheen of sweat across her face, and she looks scared. Stay like this forever. I joke, but then realize that this might not be the right moment for that, based on the look she's giving me. All right then, Sassy. Give me your best suggestion. I don't know, but I can't move and we've got to get out of here. Oh God, I can't believe this happened. I think for a second and realize she's right. I carefully reach over and snag my pants because we're going to need help getting out of here. I guess this will make a great story when we tell our grandchildren how we met.
1: Welcome back. Hey, I was thinking for the giveaway, maybe we do stuff kind of all week, but you have to be in headquarters.
0: Oh, I like that idea. That's really so good. So We can do something we got a ton every of day. Shit we can give away. Yeah, we can do a ton of stuff. Oh, I like we should give away some of the blankets. Those fucking blankets are my favorite. They're, they're so, so nice. awesome. And if you if you haven't heard before, um we have a lady listener in our group that has an Etsy page and I'm so sorry I can't think of it right now at the top of my head. She made these blankets for us. Somebody asked for them and she was like, "Well, I can make them." We're like, "Go for it." So, she actually sells them on her her Etsy page. They're, and they're big awesome. And
1: they're super soft.
0: Oh, my God. They're so fluffy. They're huge. Like, I can lay down with it and cover up my yeah. whole body. That's how I know that's a good size blanket. You cover all of this. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we'll definitely do some giveaways and stuff. I like that. But we'll do them all in headquarters. So, you got to be in there. All right. Well, we'll see you guys on Thursday with the other half of Sweet Enough to Eat. And that's it. I'm what to do. Fuck your day up. Make today your bitch. Don't be a dick. Later.